wings, listen up. Today's run is vitally important to our cause. Set your frequencies to Dice Time, a Star Wars Legion podcast and part of the Legion Academy Collective. Your lead wing captain today will be Ben Gedron, and your support ship leader will be Paul Watson. Let's show them what we're made of, Rebels. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dice Time. I'm Ben Jetrin, and with me is your newly appointed host, Paul Watson. Hey, everybody. How's it going? We took like a month or so off to transition ourselves into year two, but here we uh, we we wanted to come to you right at the end, right at the tail end of our uh, awards ceremony here. So we we just got our new, or well, Paul got his award for uh for for being appointed the new. Uh, host of Dice Time, and uh, it looks very shiny. I think it. I think it's made out to a different Wookie. It looks like it was for somebody else, but uh, it, it's yours now. It's yours now, buddy. It looks good on you. So, you might be asking where Bob is. Bob has decided to take his earnings from all the jobs that we've that we've done, and most of mine as well, and take the ship and go on vacation, which. Sounds nice. It, it sounds relaxing, and I, I wish him the best and everything, but that means that Paul and I here are broke and have no ship, but that's okay, because with these with these heroic deeds that we've done for the Rebels as of late, um, they're going to employ us for more work. They're going to hire us out for more work, so Paul and I will have lots to do. Well, it, it, and I thought for a second we were going to get our awards from, from, from Princess Leia herself, but... Uh, that was that was that was the ceremony right before ours and everybody left and then we still had to get our stuff and i heard i guess the the one before us was some farm kid shot a missile at a hole and blew something up i don't know i feel like they just gave that award away i don't i don't feel like you had to do much for that i could have done that anyway welcome aboard the team paul i hope you're hope you're happy to be here as well as as happy as we are yeah i'm super excited i'm glad to be here awesome well, let's uh, dive into year two of Dice Time. We didn't really, we didn't really have a like big, huge send-off celebration with Bob because times have been getting crazy for all three of us. Bob's got a whole lot of health issues and well, not bad, not anything super bad, but just like some complications and stuff that he that he's overcoming. I've got all this work stuff that I've been piled up with. Paul has some combination of both. Uh, we're, so we're both, we, we were all just very, very frazzled last month and we're just now coming to the, I would hope the tail end of all of it, but, uh, ready to dive in. So let's go into, uh, today's first topic is our update on Yavin Base Team League, uh, because it is now over. It's been over for a, a little while now, but this is the first show that we've put out since it's ended. Uh, Paul? Would you like to tell us the winning name of the winning team who won Hero League? Oh gosh, um, who was that? I can remember who it was. It's been a while. Um, no, it was it was us. It was Team Lackluster. Hey. It was big um, celebration. Yeah, we haven't uh, quite figured out when we're having that celebration yet, but <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, we, we uh. 
we were supposed to get our medals for that as well, like at this at this uh, ceremony. But I guess they're still in the mail or something because they, they didn't have them ready yet. So we still got we're we're still waiting on our we're still waiting on our trophies and stuff for that. But you know, beyond yeah. that, I was I was I was happy we actually somehow pulled it off. <laughs> I hear there's some kind of holdup with the. Uh... With the music for the celebration. Oh, I see. Something about currency exchange for short fuzzy bears or something like that. I don't know. Uh, you got to pay all the royalties to the <laughs> <laughs> to, to the people to get it. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, so we had a uh, we had, we talked about it a little bit on Legion Academy, like when we uh, like as we were getting to the tail end of the the thing, like we we were all we were all there for one show. I know. And uh, I don't think we all got to hang out the week that we actually won or the week that it was announced that we were that we had finished. But uh, if nothing else, you got you got two of the other teammates right here. So we'll just there'll just be no represent representation from Jace on any show, I don't think. But yeah, yeah. it was it was great. Um, we had a lot of fun with it. I know we've we've probably said all this a lot on Legion Academy as well. But if you haven't listened to them first off, shame on you. You should. Second, uh, I can just say that we that I know Paul and I had a ton of fun doing it as a format, and we just loved the team camaraderie that that there was between all of us between in the event. It was just it was a blast. I highly recommend if you haven't done this team league before that you do it next season. Yeah, I I completely agree. It's. It's probably my favorite format that I've done since starting Legion. Um, it, it was just a ton of fun, like you said, just working together as a team and having that aspect in a game that's normally a heads-up game, and you either win your game or lose your game, and the rest of it doesn't matter. Um, and this really did. You know, a lot of those aspects, there was more to it than just your game. Right. Um, and it wasn't just, a, well, I have to plan for every map. I have to plan for every scenario, like... You could build your list a little differently than you normally might because you're playing on a you're planning to play on a certain table or you're planning to play against a certain list type. Uh, it was it was just a lot of fun. Or with um, certain bands. Yeah, that was absolutely. probably the most fun part. Yeah, absolutely. I think that would be that's a really it's a really interesting format. Um, I really want to see what it can look like in person. Yeah, and see I if there's too. something that can be done that way um in an in-person tournament and get some kind of format like that going because i've played it i played different team formats like that in other games like um um destiny star wars destiny the ffg Mm -hmm. card game card and dice game that was really fun to play in a team event like that too so these games that are normally these heads up games and then adding that team aspect to it really makes for a good time so I'm excited to see what the future of that brings. And I know that we, you and I have talked about that a lot and trying to make that format work in person. Um, yeah. And I know it, that we've been talking a lot about it. Yeah. I know it. I know it can. Like we're going to be doing, you and I are going to be doing something at Gen Con this year. That's going to be kind of like that where it's going to, where it's a team event, but like you can either come in as a team or they can put you in a team when you get there it's not for Legion. It's just for an, it's for another game. But when I was thinking about that, as far as how Legion goes, and obviously it's a little more complicated because you need to know what models to bring and what army you're with and what your team is 
you know, doing as far as synergizing and what you're going to be able to play or not. But, you know, there's got to be there's got to be a version of it where you can get it just right to where you oh, got yeah. you get you've got that aspect of, of team camaraderie coming together and maybe you can throw together a team day of. Uh, when you get there and find out who doesn't have a team or you can or you can get all your buddies and carpool down to to an event and you know do a team bring your team in your car you know everybody drive together i think that'd be that'd be super fun i'd love that absolutely Um, because yeah that was you and you mentioned it one of my favorite things about being on a team was the stark difference between being by yourself in a in a tournament versus being in this team league uh you know it's best of five games Whereas if you're playing by yourself, yeah, you've you've you lost your game, you know, that's it, you're done. But we and and we all on our team had that feeling at one point where it's just like we lost our game and so it's like, all right, well we lost the whole round, like it's over. But then everyone else or like the or three of you would win, and then you know your team advanced now because your team did great. So while you're sulking your head about your game or whatever, you're also like, but but there's still a chance we can win. So you go over and, you know, you go to your, you virtually would go to your friend's table and cheer them on. Like, yeah, come on. Cause, cause that's also riding on if you advance or not. So it's like your personal achievement plus having fun with your friends and their personal achievement is, is beneficial to your whole team. So it's a great, it's a great dynamic that I love versus, yeah, and I think that was one of the things that you and I just, like, loved the most about it was just, like, all the all the camaraderie and, you know, being together and cheering your friends on and having just having a blast with your friends, playing the same game y'all love. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed, too. I know you and I did this a lot, doing the little pre-game, you know, strategy talks. Oh, well, what if I oh, deployed yeah. here? What if I got this kind of deployment? Get the or war what? council together if you can get everybody. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of get to, you know, bounce ideas off of each other and like, what would you, what do you guys think about this matchup and how I might want to deploy or yeah, that that stuff was a lot of fun. Uh, and yeah, the other, and I know I said this on the last Legion Academy cast where we talked about it was the, all the, uh, all the team jokes you'll get in between just each other's players. Like we had a discord server set up just like the five of us for for team lackluster and it was just like all the time is just you know you had like jokes like we blame jay like we blame jace for just about every bad thing that happened in the event because he was our captain so it was his fault um you couldn't get paired up against anybody that wasn't uh cowboy tyrone (laughs) you had you had you had to play him if it was an option it just always had to happen uh you know there was just all sorts of stuff like that uh Oh, everyone! Everyone uh, giving me giving me advice right after my game, telling me I'm <laughs> telling me I'm crazy for playing the way I did, uh, which I don't disagree with. <laughs> yeah, there were some there were some really fun chats and stuff back and forth, you know, in the in between games and in between weeks and things like that that made it a lot of fun. So I guess next time Team Lackluster gets together to uh, play as a team, it's going to be. At the higher stakes table, which uh, I'm sorry that I will be dragging you all through the mud with that because I don't expect to win a game when we get there. <laughs> I'll try. I'll uh, try. <laughs> I know the caliber is going to be quite good because I know those last couple rounds, you know, those two teams are going to be in there with us. So yep. yeah, and they were yeah. they were good opponents. So yep. 
and then and then we have to face against the top four from the last season of champion circle as well so i'm i'm not looking forward to uh <laughs> i'm not gonna be i'm not looking like i'm gonna have the same track record as i did at the start of hero league because i'm thinking it's gonna look closer to how i did at the end where it was just like well <laughs> and I, I, sh- I shot my load winning four or five games in a row and now I, and then and then proceeded to lose everything after that we we all like did really scale. well we all did really well it was it was a lot of fun. I look forward to I look forward to Champion Circle nonetheless. Don't let me think. Don't let me persuade you into thinking I'm not excited for it. I'm I'm very excited for it. Uh, and it's a win win for me because either we do really well and then you know we have our fun that way, or if we get booted out of Champion Circle and we get put back in Hero League, I'm going to be just as happy with that because then we just get to play with everybody again. So it's a win win for me. All right. Well. That was a nice, uh, nice wrap up for Team League, Paul. I'd say we move on to our. Speaking of next time that we'll be together as a team, I say we move on to our update for the next time anyone can come and see us as a team, which would be Gen Con. Yeah, I'm super excited. Let's talk about some Gen Con. <laughs> All right, so this is going to be the last show that's going to go up before Gen Con comes out. Uh, this is going to be the last time that, like, we put out an episode before our, like, quote-unquote unofficial Dice Time, Star Wars Legion, Gen Con get-together. So, if you're wanting to go, I'm letting you know right now, it is still on. And I put in my show notes that it's called, the the topic is Gen Con Update. We will keep our promises, probably. (laughs) Because, uh, as far as I know right now, everything is lined up perfectly to just barely work. So I made I made sure, you know, we have to have space. We have to have the ability to play Legion. So we need a table. We, or we need tables. We need models. And we need people. That's the easy one. And then we also were saying that we had some cards to give away. So in that order, we got, well, we got people. That's easy. Done. Paul is going. I'm going. Uh, Joe even said, I think he's going. So that works. Uh, place. We've got the, the, I think they're called pickup tables. So the free tables or whatever that they usually have in the main space. Paul, is this your first Gen Con? I forget. Have you said that this is your first Gen Con? Yeah, I was supposed to go last year for my very That's first right. Gen Con ever. And right. of course, COVID happened. Yeah. And I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's happening. Um, I forgot to tell them to you know, send my ticket to the following year. So here I am coming to this <laughs> Gen Con. Yep. So, I mean, it might be, I feel like it might be good. I'm excited for it. It'll be a little toned down. I get to get get the lay of the land before I get to go back next year into the, you know, actual, all the craziness that is Gen Con. So yeah. um, I, I am super excited and I'm, I'm glad we're going to have a chance to at least have some kind of uh, Legion presence there. I know it's not, you know, some big event or anything, but right. Yeah. We'll be able to get together and see some people. It'll be fun. So Gen Con this year is definitely going to feel different. I'm predicting it's going to feel very different than it will any other year that you go. Because they are opened up this year. They are trying to keep regulations for COVID and everything. So there's a lot of social distancing. There's a lot of, you know, mask mandates going to be in effect. So you'll need a mask if you're there, um, which isn't 
I feel too much to ask for. It's you know we play we've played in masks at some of the stores and stuff all the time. It's not it's not hard. Uh, which and, and you know I, I was thinking about wearing a cosplay anyway. So then I'm then I've got a helmet or something. You know like I'm already I'm already good. Yeah. Um, but yeah the the other thing will be that the big companies like Atomic Mass Games you know aren't gonna be there because of you know because of covid and all that there's a lot of big huge companies that have backed out and they're not going to be there so there's a lot of events that would normally be there and would take up like so much space that just aren't happening so you would think oh i should just skip this year but or if you're just stuck like paul and some other people are where they just forgot to say lay over my ticket till 2022 and you're going anyway don't feel discouraged because there will it'll be an interesting year because this is going to be, I feel like this is going to be indie year, you know, for all the indie startup companies and stuff that like don't get as much showtime, as much as much limelight. Uh, this is gonna. I've already seen a bunch of companies being like, we're so excited. This is like our first year to get a, a like a big booth or something at Gen Con. Like, you know, like th- this is their year to shine because all the big companies aren't there stealing all the limelight. So I'm really excited to go this year, if anything, because I get to see all these new companies and all these new games that I've and all these like new IPs and stuff I've never heard of before. So and I've already seen ads for some of them. And I'm just like, wow, this sounds great. I don't know if I would have seen this if I was like, you know, busy doing Legion for uh, like a Legion tournament for an entire day. Or if I was like, you know, if someone was off playing Warhammer or something and that takes like your entire day. Yeah, you know, like the major the major events that take up so much of your time, you you might not see this game or that booth. You know, this is going to be the year. Yeah, I think one of the things that you talked about, you you know, just touched on briefly there was, you know, these smaller companies who are super excited to be there. I think we're going to see a lot of like people who are very passionate about what they do. Not that the bigger companies aren't, but I feel like those smaller companies who only have a couple people who come, but they're really super excited about their game and they want to get you over to their booth and like, let me get you a demo. Like, let me show you how it works. Let me walk you through the system. And you know, those kinds of things. I feel like we're going to see a lot of that at Gen Con and I'm super excited. Like you said, to just have time to walk around and do that. Uh, I haven't scheduled myself for very many events, um, I tried to, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I got a handful, um, but they're pretty minor in the grand scheme of things. Uh, I feel like, and yeah. if I don't go there, they were only a few bucks or you know whatever. But I'm right. super excited to have a lot of time to just walk around and see what's there, and and you know yeah, like you said, see these these vendors that you might not normally get to see at conventions because they just get you know, taken over by the the bigger companies who get there first and mm-hmm. are regulars and those kinds of things who some of them aren't coming this year. So, right. Yeah, it's but so, yeah, to bring to bring that back in, will what one of the covid things that they'll still that they I thought was going to maybe affect it, but isn't after all getting back to our checklist is place. Free tables are still going to be a thing or free tables, pickup tables, whatever they're calling them. So every what I was going to say but yeah, before I was like, is this Paul's first Gen Con? I forget uh, was like every year at Gen Con, they have this big, huge space. Like, I think it, I feel like it's like hundreds of tables like lined up that are just like I think they're just called pickup tables. I'm, I'm just going to call them that um, where you can 
just they're just tables like just for anybody to go i just bought this game i want to go play this game like right now you know i don't want to go all the way back to the hotel room or something or like maybe i want to meet people who also are interested in this game so they take their board game that they just bought or like that they brought from home that isn't going to be there at the event but they want to bring more people into it uh they'll set it up at a table and then you can set up like this little cone or something that they provide at each of the tables. And that like shows that you're looking for players or you're looking for people to come over and, and, and enjoy and, j and jump in your game. And uh, there's also like a flag or something you can also put up if you're looking for more experienced people who know about this game. So like they can teach you or like, Hey, I just bought this game, but I still don't know how to play it. I'm going to set this up and maybe somebody who knows how to play this game can come show it to me, you know, like stuff like that. And those tables I thought weren't going to be there maybe, or we're going to be limited based on COVID or something, but it sounds like they're going to be in full effect uh, this year. So as long we're going to, we're going to be able to nab one of those Friday. Uh, and then we can, we're going to set up, you know, tables, minis. I've got enough minis to, I've got a lot. <laughs> I, I think I just have, I've got enough that I could, you know, provide an army for a full game of Rebels, Empire, and Clones. I sadly don't even have enough Separatists to even skirmish, so I probably won't be providing a lot of those. Uh, well, I have enough, I guess I have enough, like, Separatists for a learning game. Like, I could set up a learning game of Separatists and Clones. Like, just the core box, pretty much. That's yeah, that's I've where got. I'm at, too. I have a core box put together. I have plenty of Separatists, but, like, none of it's put together. <laughs> yeah, I have the core box and Dooku. Like, that's what I've put together. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I don't have anything else besides that. I'm trying to think if I do, but I probably don't. Anyway, um, the, uh, the, the tables, I've got enough terrain to put up at least, like, one full-size board and, like, two skirmish tables I can probably put up. And, you know, that is bare minimum what we can offer. You know, Paul was saying maybe he might be able to bring some stuff into if other people plan to play Legion and want to bring all their stuff, you know, to set up their awesome table, feel free. Um, otherwise, yeah, we're just going to be setting stuff up and we'll set a cone up. And, you know, anybody who wants to come and play can uh, can come can come play and uh, just learn the game if you haven't played it before, or if you just want to come and hang out with us, like we're, we're, we're just going to spend most of Friday just hanging out in the free table area, just hanging out, talking about Legion, playing Legion. I think Joe said he was going to be there if all shook out properly. Cause he's, I think going all four days like you are and like I am. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. I think we'll, he was trying to. Yeah. So, you know, he'll, he should be there Friday. We're both planning to be there. I say that like as if something's going to happen, but you know, it's with the year we just had and the year we're still having, you know, it's the year of possibilities. Anything can happen just in a negative way. <laughs> Anything can happen. And then, and then something could not happen. Um, so we got those checked off and then the cards we were, we, we talked in some of the previous episodes that we were going to have some prom uh, promo cards that we were going to give out. And as far as I know, those should be arriving to me just before Gen Con. So, assuming nothing gets delayed, which that's a big hope as of right now, because we know what, like I just said, the year we just had and the year we're having right now, that's a big if. Uh, if nothing gets delayed, I should have them just in time for Gen Con. 
Like I should have them the week of maybe a couple days extra for, for push time. And then I should have them no later than like Thursday. I would hope that's nice. what they're, I'm, that's what they're telling me. So I'm really, ho- I'm really hoping they just get everything down pat and have it to me by the time that they say they will. I even paid for express shipping to get it by then because we had a whole bunch of complications with getting them the first time. And there was a bunch of different ways we were trying to get them. And I just couldn't get anything to work. There was one that said they were going to do it and then it delayed and then it canceled. And I was like, Oh my God, just trying to get these cards before Gen Con. And the one I've got right now, I'm happy with how it looks. I'm happy with how it's going to be. I'm actually really excited if they come in the way that it says that like they're going to come in. I'm really excited for how they're going to look. They're going to be all glossy and smooth and it's going to be, it's going to be sweet. Yeah, I'm super excited to see those in person. I, I've seen some of your drafts, um, you know, as you've gone through them, but uh, I'm super excited to, to see them. So, yeah, the, uh, the, in case you haven't heard the last show where we talked about them a little bit, um, we're going to have alt art cards for Captain Rex, uh, Sabine Wren, Iden Versio, and Cad Bane. So we had one commander or operative, like one character from every faction so that, you know, whichever faction is your favorite, you, we can give you the card for that. Uh, or if you've got a favorite character or something like, oh, I'm, a, I'm an Imperial player, but I love Captain Rex. He's my favorite character. Like, we can just give you the Rex card, you know, you know, so... We'll we'll have a we'll have a small number of them hopefully by the time that you know we get everything uh, shipped in and everything I should have enough to like give everybody at least one card um, that that they want I don't know how many people I'm I'm not expecting to get that many people on honestly but we we're preparing as if we're gonna have a good like small to medium sized crowd if everybody's if everybody's event schedule looks like mine does I feel like there's gonna be a lot of I've got nothing to do foot traffic passing through, so I'm trying to prepare for a moderate amount of people, but we'll see. So um, so those should be good. Those should be in place. Oh, I forgot to say, if, if you didn't know what these cards were, um, Bob. Bob did the art for these cards. So he did the, he drew the characters, and then I made this template. I did like a like everybody knows on on most websites have them now is like you can go into dark mode so like instead of the website being all white and then having black text you can switch it to dark mode and then it's like gray background or black background with white text and it's just easier on your eyes um and so i kind of went with that kind of inspiration for the for the new alt art cards for dice time i did like some some carbon fiber backgrounds and stuff and like stuff that would be like dark. And then like it made the colors and everything pop really nicely. And I love, I just love the look of it. I think I want to do all the cards that we're planning to do with that, with that layout, at least for a while. But yeah, so that's fun. That'll be something fun to look forward to is starting a new line of alt art cards just for dice time. Um, If you have the, for, for the few people that have the first promotional Rex that we printed out with like the weird all white background and the it's like printed on some kind of cardstock. I'm not sure like poster <laughs> board or something like something really. Uh, those are going to be relics now because we're not reprinting those. <laughs> so there you go. You have, a, you have a collective piece of history that will never get printed again. These new ones we can we can reprint at any time. I think by the way that the website has it set up, 
I should be able to just take the old order that I had and just order another run. So I should be, you know, when we run out of these, inevitably, we can just print out more. So that should be That'll nice. That'll be nice. Assuming they all come out looking nice. I'm hoping they do. Yeah, the website, I, I don't want to complain too much, but man, the website, I was literally sitting in checkout for like 25 minutes. I was formatting my images to be the way they want them for almost an hour. And I'm not, I'm, I'm no slouch when it comes to technology or anything. Like I'm a nineties kid. I grew up like I grew up while, while technology with technology. So I've adapted to it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'm no old guy when it comes to knowing the, the knowing them internets. Uh, <laughs> but, but man, and I, and you know, I Photoshop, I put the whole UI together for the cards and everything. Like I can do all this stuff, but man, this website wanted me to jump through some hoops I was complaining to Paul earlier, like how much work I was having to do just to get it to work. And this website, I swear to God, is running on dial up because I was in that checkout for 25 minutes and the website kept crashing every time I would put in like a new line of my address or something. But anyway, well, uh, when they all they, come out, they come and they're good and right. No issues. <laughs> yeah. When they come in, when they come in on time, because I paid a lot for express shipping, uh, when they come in on time, looking great and exactly the quality that they say they're giving they're going to get a glowing review from me on the show and whoever wants to add, like in person like they'll get that review until then i'm saving them the trouble of name dropping them now because all i have is complaints <laughs> and worries right now <laughs> uh when they come in and they're awesome i'll just erase all those worries and leave a positive review with everybody so all right anything else we need to say about gen con paul um, no, nah, I mean, like, like we said, I think we're both excited to be there. Come, come say hi to us, even if you're not going to bring all your Legion stuff, um, or come, uh, you know, play a game. Like, like Ben said, we'll have some stuff to play with. So ideally we'll have a couple skirmish tables set up for just teaching, like doing game demos and stuff. So if you just want to come and learn the game, you know, Joe's done he might hear that we're doing demos now and then he might just back out and not come now because he's yeah, doing he's demos. For, he's just going to run. He had to, he, he was, uh, he did the demos at fantasy for fantasy flight. Uh, I think the second year Legion no, or no, the year that, uh, Clone Wars came out for Legion. Uh, he was, he was there and I, and I saw him and talked to him for a little bit at some of the demo tables that were, that were there and they were made by, uh, Sean, Sean made the demo tables for, and then yeah. Joe taught on him. I was like, man, that's great. It's like <laughs> Legion Academy representing Fantasy Flight Games over here. <laughs> well, if you do come by, Joe, um, I'll tell you, we have a very uh, competitive benefits package that we provide to <laughs> anyone who runs a demo. <laughs> oh, there you go. So yeah, we'll uh, we have the uh, we'll have demos hopefully set up. Uh, Joe will Joe will be nowhere near it because he won't want to be stuck behind a demo table again. No, nah, I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, but we'll have a but we'll have like a normal table, like a normal size table, hopefully set up for anyone that knows the game already and wants to just play. Like if you just want to play with one of us or something, and we don't have like a million people we're trying to talk to, we could probably just play a game. You know, that's what we're, we're there to do. That absolutely. Or if literally zero people walk up to the table, Paul. You and I will play a game. We'll go, okay, that was fun. Let's tear down and then leave. <laughs> and we'll <laughs> and go check leave. out some of those vendors that we were And let's go check about. out the vendors and then we'll go play Funkoverse. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, so last on today's docket, 
is we're going to go ahead and talk about, you know, just a generalized open-ended discussion about like the state of the state of Legion right now. And we're going to keep it positive as best we can, because I know that there's a lot of people right now who are feeling very negative about where the game is or where it's going. And like, I, like I know I never like to get negative for too long. I will point out negative things when they happen because, you know, they need to be addressed. Otherwise they get, glossed over and then it just yeah that's how we improve right is right you improve it by pointing it out but you don't you don't sit and you know whine about dwell on it yeah don't don't just dwell on it like figure out a solution figure out something to do say something about it point it out to everybody that's it that's all i need to do we're not going to dedicate uh the next year of uh, the next year of this show to uh complaining about the game for hours on end but yeah uh it all in all you know we in a in a positive spin on where we feel like the game is going right now it's actually going to be shaping up to be a lot different and hopefully a lot better in that aspect very soon if i get this show up on time because we're recording it on the 6th right now just to just to time stamp it uh i'm hopefully going to get it up tomorrow so it should be the 7th when this show is going live this should be like days before we're we are days before mini stravaganza for atomic mass games putting that out where there's going to be a lot of marvel crisis protocol news and and x-wing news but also a lot of legion news uh including like some reveals and stuff they said they they were going to do like i saw their schedule they said something about along the lines of like different releases and stuff like a little surprises and stuff for for all the different games that they're doing are you, are you excited it, for Extravaganza, Paul? I I am. I, I like to see all the stuff that they put out and, you know, showcase and all that. Um, I, I think that's always good when they, when companies have events like that, that people can look forward to and, you know, kind of get hyped about. And I, I'm just interested to see, there's been a lot, like you said, there's just been a lot of stuff going on. I think that this is a... Uh, a good opportunity to show some people some cool stuff and get them excited. Yeah. And so they did the, like Simone Elliott and, and Will Schick have been like, they did the, uh, the first mini extravaganza back in, what was that? March, April. Yeah. Something something like, that. like that. Yeah. And I thought they did, uh, I thought they did a pretty good job for like a first mini extravaganza. Like it was good. Yeah. Um, it definitely had, you know, spots for, like, stream quality improvement and stuff that were still part of, like, their transition. They were still getting the games and stuff right. together <laughs> when they did this. So it, it was a hectic time for them. Um, this should be a little less hectic because now they should have a lot more. They've had, like, half a year after that to get things ironed out and start to get in the in the swing of them working on the games and them developing the games. And I feel like this is going to be our first glimpse as to them showing where they feel like those games are going to go after they've taken them from Fantasy Flight. Yeah, I, I mean, I think a big thing, too, is, you know, they, they had Marvel Crisis Protocol, right? I mean, they yep. still do. They always did. That, that was their game. Yep. And then all of a sudden... They got dumped the entire Star Wars IP in their laps. Yep. That's a big Well, most curve. of it. Most of it. Like a third That's of it got canceled. Yeah. 
the uh, the miniatures games, right? Right, like the right. Miniatures games. They got yep. all of those dumped on their laps, and these are like three good size games. That, oh yeah, absolutely. Some of which have been going on for a long time. Like X Wing's been around for a while. <laughs> yeah, forever. And so for them to just take all of that all of a sudden and then have to adjust and like you said, you know, up their level of streaming quality and and those kinds of things that you know FFG also took time to polish those and you know get those at a good high quality you know just like you know anybody who watches legion academy will see you know you know if you see their friday night fight streams like it improves every single week and that's not it just doesn't improve you know without a bunch of work behind the scenes that goes on and it's you know it's with a conscious effort to improve that every single week um and it shows and so like you said i think this is a good opportunity for for them to show us what they've been working on like how they have learned from previous streams from you know just the, the time that they've had with the games and just, like I said, hopefully put out some some stuff for people to get excited about the games and, you know, kind of distract from the the chatter that's been going on lately. Right. The, the main... I, I remember back when Sean started Friday Night Fights that it was... He said his dream for it was to be, like, the ESPN of Legion. Like, for it to be, like, the big, like game the the big game that you were waiting for of legion that week and you would and you would tune in friday and it would be like it'd have banners and the ui and everything that like espn has for their games like oh check out these statistics and i'll check out this and yeah every week since then the stream's gotten closer to that and he just and he and and he i feel like after he does a week of work on it then all that stuff that he just made is now nothing because he's like, oh, I can do all that, and now I can do more. Check this out. Absolutely. And then add something else. And then, like, after he adds it, he's like, and now, after I did that for a week, that's no effort. Now I can do more. Check this out. And then he adds something else. Like, oh, this is improving. And it's like a world of difference based, like, where it is now versus where it started. And it's amazing. It's such a, it's such a well-put-together piece of work that definitely shows all the time, care, and effort and and love that that somebody who really loves the game put forward into the community to show to show off like what what the community is capable of and what people who love your game and love what they do can achieve. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's a good just kind of what you said there's a good segue into what I say about the game in general to i try to be optimistic with it too i you know maybe amg just doesn't do a good job maybe they don't i think that's what a lot of people are fearful of right now what mm-hmm. i will say is i've played systems before um for instance the one i play um still play um is the the lord of the rings game hobbit game it's gone through a bunch of different names and iterations from games workshop and there was a while where it had almost no support from games workshop they were just selling models that they had it didn't seem like they were ever going to put anything new out um and that game survived just because of the community 
the community wouldn't let that game die. And now it's back to where Games Workshop actually has, you know, employees who are dedicated, most of which I actually think all of them at this point, um, all the people who write their articles and make their profiles are community members that they've hired on to continue their game, you know, and to make it um, what the fans want it to be, you know, the uh-huh. people who play it. And that's that's what I think Star Wars is. The Star Wars is such a big IP that the only person that can let Star Wars Legion die is us, right? Like, right. we as a community have to let it die for it to not exist anymore. Especially in this day and age, oh my gosh, with the with 3D printers and, you know, the amazing work that people can do with, like, sculpting and, you know putting out those digital files for people to download and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are plenty of games out there. Um, one game that I know of, um, uh, HeroScape, that a lot of people were very passionate about. They have all kinds of custom profiles and things like that online. So yeah. that's what I see. Like, if, if Legion were not to be supported at some point down the road, that's what it would turn into. There are going to be too many people who just will not give up on the game and there will be custom profiles and there will be, you know, 3d printed models that you can, you know, get. And it's not going to go anywhere again. Like I said, unless the community is done with it. Right. And I just don't, you know, the, the way I see people posting, you know, on Facebook and in those groups, there's just too much interest. And oh, yeah. there's still people every day that I see on Facebook that are like, hey, I'm thinking about getting into Legion. Like, where or do just, I start? just bought into Legion. Here's my yep. $300 that I just dropped on getting all this stuff. Absolutely. So, you know, it's still it's still a growing game, too. Um, and I know that there's some nerves and everything with Atomic Mass. And sure. Uh, I mean, the one thing I will say is they Marvel Crisis Protocol, they've been pumping out content. If nothing else, since that game started, they have just come out with more and more stuff. And I know some people are nervous about that, about the rate at which things are going to come out and being able to, you know, got to catch them all for everything. Oh, yeah. Um, But if it's a if it's one of those things about getting nothing or getting something, I'd rather have too much of something than nothing the nothing right so that, i mean that's just my opinion that's that's where i stand at it it was the same way i was with the star wars movies when the new ones came out it's like mm-hmm. i was prepared in my lifetime to never get star wars movies again so the fact that i got some i was oh, right. okay with yeah. that <laughs> yeah absolutely like this there was still a strong like star wars fandom and people who loved it who operated just on like the six the original six and you know right. there was still a huge passion for star wars that was never going away but then, like, yeah, they picked it back up and they were like, hey, we're going to start making movies and shows and stuff and everything like Star Wars is coming back. Yeah, that was like enormous for the commu- for like the fandom and everything. It's just like it's it's exploded yeah, into absolutely. into more. And like, yeah. So, I mean, like, even if something that's a perfect that's a perfect uh, uh, analogy, Paul, for <laughs> for like because it's because it's literally Star Wars, like if it stops that doesn't mean that it can't start again. Yeah. That doesn't mean that it can't come back. Cause like, I always say all the time, it's like, if they, if they just did like, like they just did it to Armada, 
Well, yep. sort of. They soft did it to Armada. They were like, there's nothing in production for Armada right now. We're going to keep printing it. We're going to keep the game still going to be going, but we don't have anything new in production for it right now. Which basically is like a soft way of saying that it's done. Without mm-hmm. hard saying it's done like FFG did with uh, Imperial Assault. Um, it's kind of a soft way to say, hey, we're done. But if even if that happened to Legion and they just went, there's we don't have anything else that's going to be in production... I can see it so strongly in the community. There's no doubt in my mind that one or two different groups or something can start their own format, you know, say that we're going to get this group together, this council of people who are like really strongly invested in the game and the community. And we're going to get them to, you know, work on rule erratas based on what we've seen at, you know, community events and stuff like that. And just like work on a yearly or maybe a bi-yearly, I don't know, kind of errata to get stuff made in. There are people that make the 3d files. There are people that make custom templates for, you know, character for their favorite character who isn't in the game yet or something like that. And if you get enough of these good people working together, you've got a version of the game that can autonomously run itself without atomic mass games. So if they give up on Legion, you know, for whatever dumb reason, they don't allocate the right resources to this game and they softly or harshly put it down. I don't think that the community is going to stop caring about it or stop putting the amount of love into it that they do, because there's already so much that people are doing independently that all they need to do is just bring that stuff together and you've got the game continuing on. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't ever worry about Star Wars Legion ever hard dying and you not being able to play it anymore. Or you not even be able to play it in a new way or uh, or have new stuff to play with. You know, it's going to it's gonna work out one way or another. And we might not know what it looks like right now. Because I don't think we have to organize that kind of, that kind of new format or new team. We're just, we're hoping we don't have to get pushed to that point. We're getting right. pushed closer to that point, if anything. But I'm hoping we, but I think... The reason nobody's organized that kind of thing right now is because we're hoping we don't have to get there. We don't think that we need to get there. We think that Atomic Mass Games should be able to get everything put together and make the game run as smoothly as it did when Fantasy Flight ran it. And if they're and if they're saying anything that uh, or if it holds up true to what they used to say when Fantasy Flight was running it, it was kind of like an organized mess going on because they were not a minis company. They were a board game company running a minis game. And they were like, Oh God, <laughs> we're trying. And, it, but, but it was still great. Yeah. Yeah. It did and, an amazing and I job. That's the other thing about it too. I know that there's, I've seen a lot of talk about organized play as well with that. Oh, yeah. And like, what's going to happen and how it's going to look. And the thing is, is I'm honestly, personally, I don't even really care if AMG does nothing as far as organized play, because really what that does is it just opens up to the community to run whatever they want. Yeah. I mean, there's going to, if you do that, then there's no limitations on what can be allowed at a tournament. Like you could use 3d printed models because there's no rules against that. Cause the company, mm-hmm. you know, the company is not running the game or um, like I said, I played the Lord of the Rings game. Some of the biggest events were not run by the company. They were run by, you know, individuals in their communities and they had some of the best prize support. I mean, I've seen the Lord of the Rings games have, you know, actual Weta workshop like swords and like Gandalf staff Man, and things awesome. like that as prize support. You yeah. know, and you can 
you can go into that kind of stuff. You can do 3D printed, you know, terrain and all of that for prize support and it not be an issue, you know? Um, there's all kinds of stuff that, again, like the community will just take over. Whatever gaps right. there are, the community will fill those. Right. You absolutely reminded me. That was something I wanted to say with, with Legion was like, when they when I said when I was gonna say like the uh, the erratas and stuff that like the t- a team could do based on events and tournaments and stuff, think about this past year, there have been little to no official Legion events like officially sponsored Legion events, maybe one or like there was one or two I think, in like this past year, and there's not been anything where they've handed out like an official invite or anything like that to a Worlds. Right. At least I don't think so. But I haven't heard of anything. I feel like I would have if there was. But everything that has been run so far has been fan-driven or store-driven. And it's been... It's not been, like, as booming as it was when Fantasy Flight was running it. And, you know, we didn't have the world ending. But it's it's still good. There's still great tournaments and great events that people are talking about going to and loving. And it's just fan... Like, it's fan put together. Um... And it doesn't even, we don't even, and if, if last year and, you know, the start of this year are any bit of proof, we don't even need to be in person for it. Like, we would prefer to be in person for it. Like, I think you and I would personally, obviously, right. like to be in person for it. But if you want to, you know, you can do, like, last year, Gen Con's Legion tournament was online. And that was also, I think, fan fan done by, by Fifth Trooper, wasn't it? Or was that official? Like, quote-unquote official. Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't know the okay. answer to that. I think it, I think it was just like Fifth Trooper putting it on, and that was like their thing. And then they just kind of got a thumbs up from Atomic Mass or whatever. But I don't think it was an official event, uh, like run th- by Atomic Mass. Sure. Um, and you know, then we we just we were talking about we just did Yavin based Team League, which is like one of the funnest events for Legion that we've done hands down ever. And that w- and that's fan made. That's community made. Right. So, like, there's still tons of stuff that the community's going to do. So don't ever feel like, you know, the le- the game's going to die. I, I hate when people say that, like, the game's going to die. Like, it's never going to die. I promise you that. If you want to let it die, like, I think you put it perfectly, Paul. It's like, if the game's only going to die when you give up on it. Yep. Because there's always going to be people who are going to put their blood, sweat, and tears into it, whether the company's making it or not. Right. I think that's a. I feel like that's a good place. I'm I'm trying to think if there was anything else as far as game state and you know I'm, tournaments and events and stuff that had to be said. I mean, I guess the other to actually like actually the the game itself. I've sure. heard a lot about um, a lot of talk about the A fives right now and um, how they're coming into the meta. I know that there's a lot of people. Um, who are excited for Yoda and the Wookiees and things like that coming out. Uh And um, so, you know, there's, there's plenty of stuff still coming. We have a lot that's coming up right now and you know, everything fluctuates right now. It seems like they're like these AA fives are running the show. It's the, they, they're kind of like the new Rex gun line, right? Um, yeah. Everybody's playing it. It seems to be one of those lists where you can do pretty well with it, even if you're not, you know, um, super in tune with the list necessarily. There's, you know, the the A5 is is quite a strong model. 
um, mm-hmm. as of right now. But we all, I mean, we know where all that goes, right? We we've it's seen points, get in points, points rebalance, <laughs> yeah, before you know, if something's that far out of whack, you know the community calls for it and you know there's changes that are made so um yeah i mean it, the the a5 does feel good being uh someone who tends to play rebels more often than not yeah that thing feels real strong <laughs> um but again it's it's not unbeatable we've seen that already too there are plenty of lists that are winning against it um so it you know i i think that's probably another piece of it too. Like we're seeing a, a kind of imbalance in the meta again on top of, you know, the AMG shift and what's going on and a, a little bit lull in product, you know, as far as releases are coming out and stuff is what we're used to. So I think it's just kind of been this like perfect storm, but I think if we can just have a little bit more patience, we will, we'll see things coming back. I don't, yeah, I haven't seen anything that's telling me that AMG is giving up on Legion, which, like I said, if nothing else, if we look at their, you know, their baby, their Marvel Crisis Protocol, the one thing that they do is they put out content. So, um, if I had to guess, that would be my guess is that AMG is gonna at some point just be putting out content. And I and I, I guess the other thing to keep in mind too for people is that the content we're seeing right now is still FFG content. Yep. Like everything but, that's created takes at least a year, at right. least <laughs> before it hits the shelf. Most of it's closer to like two years from, you know, concept to testing to you know development whatever all of that and then you know shipping the product out and all that it takes a long time so we're still seeing the tail end of ffg and we haven't even gotten into what amg wants to do with legion so um it's going to take some time but i I don't think we should panic right now (laughs) you might be getting a taste of that at mini stravaganza from what i hear just based on I think they have one topic that, uh, if I check the schedule again, let me see. There was a one of the streams. I think they yeah, I, I did not they basically look at their said. Well, I looked at the schedule just because I was like, oh, what are they like? Who's going to be there? Like, what's going to be happening? Oh yeah, here it is. Okay, so Saturday morning, uh, it looks like it's uh, uh, the the event's called Any Methods Necessary: The New Direction of Star Wars Legion. The description says John uh, join Will Schick. Uh, Will Pagani, Dallas Kemp, and Michael Plummer as they take a look at some of the new units for Star Wars Legion and discuss where the game is headed. I'm I'm a little anxious, but I'm like I'm trying to be excited for it, but I'm also anxious for this event and to hear like what they have to say. Not because I think the game's gonna die, but I feel like it's gonna be extremely different. And I'm not sure if I and usually I think that just can only mean good. I I don't know. Okay, so like my only problems right now are like, and, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say a couple things here, and I'm not gonna harp on them because like I like I said earlier, I don't want to harp on negativity. Sure. But Luke Eddy just got dropped from like first it was Alex Davy. They just said you know you're not move if you're not gonna move for us or whatever, we'll just drop you and replace you as as lead developer for Legion. So they you know they dropped him. Uh, as far as I know that that as far as I know that was what happened. Sure. Luke Eddy, 
dropped him and replaced him with these other guys, and I don't have any knowledge as to why that happened still. Because they're because I guess just corporate has decided they don't want to be like atomic mass games or Asmodee corporate has decided that they don't want to be transparent about what's going on. And maybe it's a private matter for, you know, somebody involved and that's why they can't give us details or anything. But, you know, there are people that when you have a game that's involved, you know, people care about the people who are leading your game. And I mean, I understand that this stream is probably, you know, to introduce the new people and then talk about where those people are going to take the game. But, you know, if you don't, if we're, we're we still saw what happened when it happened, you know, you're not, you're not tricking us by, you know, not announcing anything until mini stravaganza, you know, you're not pulling a, you're not pulling a blind, a, a blindfold over our eyes and, going to surprise us when these new developers come. Like, we already know these people are going to be running yeah. Legion now. This isn't... this, And not that this isn't a, a welcomed event for them to come in and talk, but, like, I would have preferred this, like, when it happened. Or maybe a week after it happened. You know, this is... I guess it's not, like, it hasn't been a month, I don't think, since all that has happened, but my, uh, my feeling for... My my gauge of time is all thrown off because I've just been working every single day for the past week, but the but I don't feel like it's been so I don't feel like it's been too long. But I still would have liked to stream like this. They're, they stream weekly. They could have just done this at one of their previous weeks, but they wanted to save it for me extravaganza. Which okay, fine. But I don't even feel like this is going to be the transparent story as to why this is ha- or like why that happened why they got rid of Luke Eddy and why they've got these new people in there. I don't even feel like we're going to get an explanation for that in this stream because that doesn't line up with the style that they've been giving us so far. They haven't given us transparency as to what's going on behind the scenes. They've just kind of said, you know, we're getting stuff together and that's it. And that's not, it doesn't, maybe it's enough for some people, but for some of us that are dedicated to your game, like the people who are at the heart of it, it's not enough for them. And like, it, it doesn't feel like enough for me. Um, and you know, one of the, and, and it's just little things sometimes that the company's doing or like the like corporate does that I just, if I don't understand it, then I don't like it. You know, <laughs> that's just in human nature, you know? Um, yeah. and one of the, I, I, I'm just going to briefly touch on this just because I've this, it, it just rubbed me the wrong way so badly, but they did a, they, they did a stream, they put up a stream for doing a game of Legion and they called it and they called it Friday Night Fights. And I was like, OK, they just like maybe they don't know that, you know, Legion Academy does Friday Night Fights, literally the same name, the same kind of stream on the same days that they just did theirs. Like yeah. maybe they just didn't know. I was like I was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt there. But then like people were calling like there was a couple people like, thank God for those people, by the way. Like, thank you if you were one of these people who went into chat and were like, yo, you are you guys ripping off Legion Academy? Like Legion Academy does the stream called Friday night fights and whatever. And then they kind of just either made passive aggressive comments about it in response or just didn't say anything. And then we're, and then, and then like that just rubbed me so wrong. I'm like, well, I was just saying earlier, like Friday night fights is like the pinnacle. I feel like is the pinnacle achievement as far as a stream goes that Legion has. And it's made by the community. And to just 
kind of passively aggressively make fun of it or just roll right over it like it doesn't exist is just downright bad marketing and poor sportsmanship. And I don't want that from my company that's doing that game. I don't, as a player and somebody who cares about the community enough to make a freaking podcast of it and, you know, commit to that. I, I don't like that. So I don't want to, and I, all right. So like, I got that out. I don't want to (laughs) harp on that, but just, I, that rubbed me the wrong way. And I just wanted to say something about that. Like, I, yeah, no. I'd like I'd like content creators and people who care so much about the game that the company's making, that the company's producing, that they want to do all this awesome stuff and make this stuff that helps forward the game and bring more people in and help the community grow. I want to see that rewarded, not punished. Yeah. I don't want to see it treated like badly. Yeah, kind of like I had mentioned before with, like, the Lord of the Rings game and Games Workshop. Like, eventually, don't get me wrong, it took them a long time. Sure, but eventually sure. what Games Workshop did is they pulled community members into the game, yeah. like, you know, into the folds and said, like, hey, we really appreciate all you guys have been doing for the game and your passion for it. We we would like for you guys to continue to help this game grow by being a part of the creation of it. Exactly. And so, I, you know, I hope that there's there's something there. And I I, I want to be very clear in this statement. I met Alex Davey the very first event, year one, yep. like Legion, right? Uh-huh. Um, and he was an awesome guy to talk to. And just his passion for the game and just kind of how he, you know, I asked him a lot of questions when I had a chance to talk with him and just about how he felt certain things. And he was very much about like, like, this is Star Wars, right? This is what Star Wars should feel like or should right. do. And that's really where his like passion was for the game. And I know him and Luke, um, you know, maybe they didn't always see eye to eye on, you know, what was being developed or, you know, what, you know, what the rules were or whatever. But like they both worked together on it and they both wanted those things. Right. And I, I like both of them, Luke Eddie and Alex Davey. I, mm-hmm. um, I think they did a great job. I guess to to bring to spin it back and have the the optimism piece of it right, which is what I try to hold on to, yeah. is uh, I I bring it kind of back to the movies and and the content we're getting you know in shows and media and all of that right now for Star Wars right. I I I love George Lucas. I think that he was well ahead of his time when. You know, he started off with, you know, the early Star Wars. Yeah. But at the same time, I can't say bad things about Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Not at all. Like, they've been doing a fantastic job. Absolutely. And so, like, that that's where my optimism comes in, right? Like, okay, Alex Davey and Luke Eddy are not there anymore. And, like, I feel bad for them because I liked them as individuals. I still do like them as individuals. They haven't stopped liking them, oh, but course. they're just not running the game, right? Right, right. But my hope is that with the void that is left from those two leaving, that maybe somewhere down the road we can get people who are just as passionate about it and bring some really quality content to the game. That's um, like just because I agree. Yeah, just because Alex and Luke are gone, like again, I feel bad for them as individuals, and I, I, I'm, I'm like you. I wish I knew all the details on what was going on, but I also, you know, I, 
I work in an agency that sometimes you just can't share some information, so I could get right. that too. Sure. Um, but I'm I'm hoping that there's there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Like maybe somewhere down the road we'll get some people who are just as passionate about the game and about Star Wars to breathe, you know, really good life into this game. Because I think I personally think Legion is just getting started. There is so much content that is potential in Star Wars that we haven't even touched on yet in this game. And so I'm really excited to see what the future of Legion is. And I, I'm i with you. I'm There are some things that I'm like, oh boy, it makes me you know hold my breath a little bit and... But at the other time, at the, on the other hand, I'm like, I am excited. I want to see what Atomic Mass is going to do. And like I said, if nothing else, if they run it like they are Crisis Protocol, we'll get content. Yep. Like, and then from there on, if we, you know the edits to Competitive Legion, you know that can always be done by community or whatever. Yeah. Um, if need be, people, someone will step up somewhere to do what needs to be done to make sure that the that people are having fun in the game and can still come to events. And honestly, that might be something that Atomic Mass does is in many extravaganza when they talk about the future of Legion, they might say we're not going to do organized play. Like for the foreseeable future, we're not going to do anything organized play wise. We're going to leave that up to the community to run. And know you know what? In, I think that's uh, fine. You know, because yeah. that's not going to stop LVO from happening. That's yeah, not going to exactly. stop. That's not going to stop Adepticon from happening. There, you know, there's going to be a big tournament at Adepticon, no matter mm-hmm. if it's being run by FFG or Atomic Mass or you know or the, the local you yeah. know Legion Academy guys who are there in Chicago. Because there's a big group of uh, you know Chicago guys there yep. that'll step up for that. Same thing, like you know what Lone Star Open, another big one that just happened recently. Mm-hmm. You know that there's always going to be events uh, at Nova. You know, so they're going to happen all over the country and honestly all over the world, whether Atomic Mass is the one behind them or not. So, I, like I said, I'm excited to see what happens at Mini Extravaganza. I, I guess I'm not too worried. I don't know if there's much that they could say that would make me upset other than we're shutting down Legion, right? <laughs> which right. I don't even think is on the, <laughs> like if they, if they didn't even completely shut down Armada, which, you know, has arguably been an up and down roller coaster <laughs> um, oh, yeah. uh, of a game. I love Armada. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that that's going to be what comes out of their mouths as far as Legion goes. Oh. I think very far from it would be I my think- opinion. I think to touch on what you said, that's like one of the thing one of the things that you were saying, like with the development, that something I really, really need to drive home for people. If you need and and I have examples if you want them, but you don't need them. You already know what the examples are. Star Wars needs to be made not by Star Wars fans, by Star Wars fanatics. People <laughs> who love Star Wars and make it their life. Like, people who love it. Alex Davey, from everything I've heard about Alex Davey and Luke Eddy, they were Star Wars fanatics. You know, they yeah. loved it. It's a, it's a, it's a distinction that, that Mark Hamill makes between, between, like, a Star Wars fan and a Star Wars fanatic. 
and and it's something that I absolutely see, and I love that he makes like a distinction there, or that he calls it there. You know, like there are people that you know casually like, oh, I've seen the Star Wars, like the main Star Wars movies, and you know, I love them, and you know, they're cool and everything. But then there's people that love it so much, like like you know, like you and I do, like we we watch every episode of every show, you know, we read the books, we read the comics, you know, we play the games, we do everything Star Wars, we collect the the stuff, you know, we play, you know, you get the toys, you know, you do everything, you live and breathe Star Wars. Those are, those yeah. are the fanatics. That's the difference between like the two and not to drive a, I'm not driving a wedge between the community or anything. I'm just highlighting one part of the fandom that I think are the ones that need to have the creative leeway. Those are the ones that need to be in charge of stuff. And if you want an example, I want you to look at, you know, episodes seven, eight, and nine versus the Mandalorian and how they, and, and the clone wars and see how those differentiated between, uh, how the, how the fandom and how people liked or disliked them, you know, there's, and, and, and this is, and, you know, there's other factors at play, but like the main difference between like JJ Abrams, uh, and, Ryan Johnson versus Dave Filoni and John Favreau. These are people who, on the one hand, se- with seven and eight and like Abrams and Johnson, were like, "Oh yeah, you know, I love Star Wars. I- I've I've always loved it since I was a kid." Blah blah blah. But like, these are people who did a movie for a company for a job. They liked it. They they were fans. I think they were Star Wars fans, if we're gonna call it that. Mm-hmm. Whereas Filoni and Favreau are easily fanatics, you know, they understand what Star Wars feels like and what is what the fans want to see. And they know how to deliver it in a way that makes us so excited and, and, and we love it so much. Yeah. And I think fanatics need to be in charge of creating anything Star Wars. I think you need to have that. I wish there was some way to draw like to to figure out that kind of commitment before you signed a contract <laughs> that you were going to be in charge of something for Star Wars. Yeah. Cuz that's I I cuz I love that. Well, I don't I don't I don't I don't want like a corporate I don't want somebody who's just doing a job. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm making, you know, like I'm making Star Wars Legion now. I don't like Star Wars, but I like competitive games, you know? Like I don't want that. I need somebody who loves Star Wars like who can't get enough of Legion. You know, right. like somebody like Alex Davey or Luke. It doesn't obviously we're moving into a time period where it's not going to be them. But if we can get somebody with that level of commitment, I will be happy. Right. If not, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> we're going to be in for a ride. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think we're I think I think that's a good good place to call it there. Right. Yeah, I think so. I think I think this is a good uh, wrap on. We didn't. I don't know how much we talked about Legion specifically so much as as a concept, but I feel I feel pretty good about where we where we ended up there. This is that was your first show, Paul. We did it. We did it. We we got through it. Uh, Season and, two, and, episode one. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll go ahead and clear out of the the room here. I don't know if we're uh, I don't know if they're getting something ready for like another event or if we're under attack. I'm not, I, I can't actually tell the difference. I know <laughs> I, but, but we should probably get going. Uh, 
I I've got the I've got the AA5 out back. I still haven't fixed it yet because I kind of lost all my funds when Bob took them. But we can at least take that and go find another town maybe on the ba- on on the planet and see if we can get something started. <laughs> well, I hope it doesn't smell as bad as the last time. Well, I've got no control over that right now, so we'll just have to find out and see. So, until next time, everybody, uh, I'm Ben Jetron. I'm Paul Watson. Go out and make today even better. <laughs>